Anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the hour of intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with him with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves but to us they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance, but as he called you, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things, like silver or gold, from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained for the excuse me, he indeed was foreordained 
before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and its flower falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Verses 1-25, through 25, all of 1 Peter chapter 1. Father, thank you, Lord, for the hope that we have in Christ Jesus under all circumstances, in all situations, even in a world that's full of turmoil and trouble and difficulty. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that you are El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. You're bigger and greater than all the challenges, all the trials, all the storms in all of life all over the world. Thank you for being our King of kings and Lord of lords who sits on your throne. We can trust you. You always can be trusted to bring us through in any and all circumstances. Thank you for being that kind of wonderful Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come to bless your holy name, to bring praises to you, Father, to say thank you. You are such a, a wonderful God to us. To send your Son uh, from heaven to live on this earth, to die a death on the cross for us, Father. Thank you for setting your affection on us. What a wonder. And We uh, are ashamed, Father, for not being as thankful as we should be. But you are such a good God, and we do come and thank you today for your Son dying on the cross for us. Help our listeners, Father, with all the different needs out there. Father, we pray that you would be near to them, that you would uh, reveal yourself to them more and more, that they would draw closer to you as each day passes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to remind you once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And we're pretty regularly encouraging you to email us to get some of the uh, discipleship tools that we share about, the prayer tools that we share and encourage you to get by way of email. Uh, this uh, At this time, we're going to take time to share uh, an article slash resource entitled Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Now, before I share that one, I want to remind you, we pretty very regularly get a request for the Psalm 91 prayer. And let me say this. I want to continue to remind and encourage every single listener, make it your business to pray Psalm 91 every single day because it, in some ways it may appear that the world is getting more perilous by the day, yet we live in a world where even with all that's going on, our Heavenly Father is more than enough, more than able to protect us, to help us, to bless and prosper our physical health and to protect us from the dangers of this world. Our job is to put our weapons to work. And one of the ways we do that is by praying Psalm 91 every day. So remember, if you'd like to get a copy of the Psalm 91 prayer or an article that actually contains the Psalm 91 prayer, simply email us, same email, 
Joseph at AFR.net. We'll be glad to send it to you again. Joseph at AFR.net. But please, for yourself and over your family, pray Psalm 91 every single day. Now, here's the article and resource entitled Praying Daily for Your Spouse. And this is a tool for husbands and wives to use to pray specifically for your spouse. And again, the title of the article slash resource is Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Husbands, the following prayer is a very fruitful prayer to pray for your wife every day. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the gift my wife is to me, to our family, and to the church and the kingdom of God. Lord, bless my wife today. Expand her territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon her and keep her from evil that she may not cause pain in Jesus' name. Lord, help me this day to be the full blessing to her that you want me to be in the name of Jesus. Fill her today with joy, peace, grace, and encouragement. Help her to walk in your love, joy, and peace. Help her to spend time in your word and in prayer that you and, and, in, and in the prayer time that you would have her to have today in Jesus' name. Help her, Lord, this day to put you first. Help her to not make any graven images. Help her to not take your name in vain. Help her to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help her to honor her father and her mother. Help her to value life. Help her to not steal. Help her to not commit adultery. Help her to tell the truth. Help her to not covet in Jesus' name. Empower her this day to fulfill all your call upon her life. Help her to live today as the living sacrifice you would have her to be, that you desire that she be and in your will. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer, and thank you again for the gift my wife is to me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And, of course, an additional prayer is there for wives to pray for the husbands as well. And so, again, the title of the article is Praying Daily for Your Spouse. And so I'd encourage you to email us again at joseph at afr.net. For every husband and wife listening, again, a tool, a valuable tool that will help you to pray effectively and fruitfully for your spouse. And if you want to get a copy of the Psalm 91 prayer as well, same email, joseph at afr.net. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they crossed over. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp, and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Then Joshua spoke to the priests, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and cross over before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that, as I was with Moses, 
so I will be with you. You shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you have come to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Gergesites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. Now therefore, take for yourselves twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one man from every tribe. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, the waters that come down from upstream, and they shall stand as a heap. So it was when the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as those who bore the Ark came to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests who bore the Ark dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan, for the Jordan overflows all its banks during the whole time of harvest, that the rivers which came down from upstream stood still, and rose in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zeratan. So the waters that went down into the sea of the Arabah, the salt sea, failed and were cut off, and the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Then the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. End of Joshua chapter 3. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back.
Music from Life Church Worship, where the Spirit of the Lord is. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Take for yourselves twelve men from the people, one man from every tribe, and command them, saying, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priests' feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you, and leave them on the lodging, and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so, just as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones from the midst of the Jordan, as the Lord had spoken to Joshua, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, and carried them over with them to the place where they lodged, and laid them down there. Then Joshua set up twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there to this day. So the priests who bore the ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord had commanded that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to the people according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua and the people hurried and crossed over then it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over that the ark of the Lord and the priests crossed over in the presence of the people and the men of Reuben, the men of Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed before the children of Israel, as Moses had spoken to them. About 40,000 prepared for war crossed over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they feared him as they had feared Moses all the days of his life. Then the Lord spoke to Joshua saying Then the Lord spoke to Joshua saying Command the priests who bear the ark of the testimony to come up from the Jordan Joshua therefore commanded the priests saying Come up from the Jordan And it came to pass when the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord had come from the midst of the Jordan and the soles of the priests feet touched the dry land, that the waters of the Jordan returned to their place, 
and overflowed all its banks as before. So the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel, saying, When your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What are these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. Joshua chapter 5. So it was when all the kings of the Amorites who were on the west side of the Jordan and all the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan from before the children of Israel until we had crossed over that their heart melted and there was no spirit in them any longer because of the children of Israel. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Make a flint, make flint knives for yourself and circumcise the sons of Israel again the second time. So Joshua made flint knives for himself and circumcised the sons of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. And this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war had died in the wilderness on the way after they had come out of Egypt. For all the people who came out had been circumcised, but all the people born in the wilderness on the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked forty years in the wilderness till all the people who were men of war who came out of Egypt were consumed because they did not obey the voice of the Lord to whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers that he would give us a land flowing with milk and honey. Then Joshua circumcised their sons whom he had raised up in their place for they were uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. So it was when they had finished circumcised excuse me so it was when they had finished circumcising all the people that they stayed in their place in the camp till they were healed Then the Lord said to Joshua This day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you Therefore the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day Now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month at twilight on the plains of Jericho. And they ate of the produce of the land on the day after Passover, unleavened bread and parched grain on the very same day. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land. And the children of Israel 
no longer had manna, but they ate the food of the land of Canaan that year. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, No, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off, excuse me, take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Joshua chapter 6. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I've given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall, you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city, and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. So it was, when Joshua had spoken to the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests, who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark, while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth, until the day I say to you, Shout, then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city, going around it once, then they came into the camp and lodged in the, in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. Then seven priests, bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord, went on continually and blew with the trumpets. And the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day 
that they rose early about the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day, only they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh time it happened, when the priests blew the trumpets, that Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Now the city shall be doomed. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction, it and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all who are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that were sent. And you, by all means, abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Verses 1 through 20, Joshua chapter 6. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back.
music of Hillsong, Young and Free, with every little thing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament. The Gospel of John, chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from the Father and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, He poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him, therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it comes excuse me now I tell you before it comes that when it does come to pass you may believe that I am he Most assuredly I say to you he who receives whomever I send receives me and he who receives me receives him who sent me When Jesus had said these things he was troubled in his spirit and testified and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask who it was of whom he spoke. Then, leaning back, On Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, 
Who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now after the piece of bread, now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought, because Jesus had the money box, that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. So when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him immediately. Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. John chapter fourteen. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way, you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long? And yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. 
Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the work that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you will live also. At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and he will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Verses 1 through 24, John chapter 14. Father, thank you once again for your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to read and meditate on your word each and every day. Thank you for the opportunity we have of being able to meet with you one-on-one as we daily take time to open your word and listen to your words of power, grace, anointing, wisdom, and counsel, words that will bless us, guide us, mold, and shape us to become more and more more and more like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for your word. Anoint us afresh with the Spirit that would cause us to have a growing hunger for your word and help us to become much more diligent students of your word every day of our lives. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we usually do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today, and you've never made the eternally significant decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart to become the Lord and Savior of your life. Today is a great day, an important day, a wonderful day to make that decision. If you'd like to make that step and give your life to Christ, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into the world a long time ago. You lived your life. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I have sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. 
Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to be a diligent student of your word. Read your word every day. Help me to pray and to seek you in prayer every day. And help me to live what I learn faithfully every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much would like to be in contact with you. My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow up and grow strong and mature in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to be in touch with you. Definitely hope to hear from you. Again, that email, joseph at afr.net. Hope to hear from you. If you'd like to get a copy of the article we read earlier, the article entitled Praying Daily for Your Spouse, again, same email, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to send it to you. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.